You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge. Tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. I used to have this saying in my mind, this, this, this thought that I don't want to be an astrologer. I don't want to be known as an astrologer. But recently I've convinced myself, like, Steph, you don't have to live and die as an astrologer and be well known for it. I'd rather have my career pivot more towards art and creation in that realm. I still think there's plenty of time to do so, but I just think astrology is my nine to five. And here in America, especially, we are so tied up in our careers defining us that, of course, that's a natural Saturn and Capricorn over here, a tendency for us to believe that our careers is are the definition of who we are. But I love astrology oh so much. I think it's such an incredible healing modality. It's really cool as I'm studying health astrology right now that back in ancient days, in order to be a physician, you also had to be an astrologer because the two worked hand in hand. It's fascinating. Definitely expect more podcasts on that as I get comfortable with my health astrology knowledge. But hi, guys. It's your host, Stephanie Powers, your friend on the airwaves. Welcome to another episode of Lightworkers Lounge. Wherever you're listening to this from, please leave a review and share the show on your social media platforms. If you learned something, if you feel like it, if it resonates, share the show. I would appreciate that so much. So, it's Saturday, August 5th. The sun is in Leo. The moon is in Aries. It is a fiery, saucy day. This can manifest in one of two ways, as all astrology placements can, hence why twins with the same birth chart can be so different. We have a lot of fire, and of course, fire is energy. We could feel ready to take on our goals, start something new, do something fun, feel a little more extroverted, or fire can also burn you out. Fire is inflammation and heat in the body. When we've got too much of that going on, what do we get? We get fatigued. We get so tired. Think of the dog days of summer when it is so blistering hot. I'm thinking of all my listeners in Texas who have triple-digit temperatures every day. Oh, you guys. You just want to stay inside and read a book or lay out in the shade and just relax with some iced lemonade. You just want to chill. So today... I am, as a Sagittarius, naturally feeling the fire. And I thought, let me just, let me pop on the microphone and talk to the people about Venus retrograde. Yes, again, I can't leave her alone because I feel as though this Venus retrograde is really intense for a lot of people. Relationships, self-worth, self-value, and another big thing that Venus rules that kind of gets trumped by the love factor of her, is money. Have you guys noticed anything changing with money or finances in your personal life? I noticed Spotify increased the cost of their monthly premium plan subscription. I follow another astrologer. They increased their monthly subscription. It's just, it's interesting how finances are at play right now. I think I also read that this is the first time in history that credit card debt didn't go down from quarter four of last year. It remained the same, 
So normally people use credit cards to purchase holiday gifts and parties, and then they pay it all off in the quarter one of the new year. And this is the first time that actually didn't happen, which now a lot of people are thinking, well, wait a second. We normally associate credit card usage with buying things we want, not necessarily need. I think a lot of people assume, older people especially, assume older generations, trying to be politically correct here, assume that everyone has their basic needs met. Everybody has the finances to be able to buy themselves groceries, rent, utilities, car note, health insurance, et cetera, et cetera. But that is totally not the case anymore. In fact, I think the from the article I read, the number one age group of people who are getting the most credit card debt is 18 to 25 holy crap. And then right after that, a very close second is 26 to 34. It's a really high credit card debt. And I don't think these people are using it for luxuries. I really do believe that a lot of people are using credit cards to buy groceries, especially that shit is expensive nowadays. Oh my gosh. But finances, Venus rules finances. So a lot of people are also holding onto their finances and not investing in a lot of things besides the necessities right now. But relationships, let's talk about relationships. So right now, Venus is in her deepest part of the retrograde. She is in what we call the underworld. She is in the dark sky. We cannot see her. She has gone in the deep end. She's underwater. Normally, you can see Venus in the evening sky or the early morning sky, but right now, she's gone. She's disappeared. She is officially in the deep end of the ocean. To be cleansed, to look at some shadows, to she's taking her final exam and seeing if she's learned some good lessons in the past 584 days of her last cycle. This is going to be the most intense part of Venus retrograde. You may see a lot of people breaking up. You may experience breakups. You may see a lot of people healing. As well, and we're going to talk about why that is. Why, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, My finances are thriving, my relationship is doing really well, or I met someone, we're, we're going to talk about why that is. But for the vast majority of people, we are seeing relational conflict stir up, and this has to happen. The only way out is through. And as much as we would like to skate around conflict because it's naturally a very uncomfortable emotion. We have to go through. We have to face the shadow side of relating. <sighs> Why can't relationships be so easy? <laughs> there's, the, there's the 90s baby raised on Disney asking. I really do often just ponder this on, you know, I just, for those new here, I was not raised around a mother and a father. I was not shown... I was not shown toxic relationships unless I just disassociated. I was just shown none. My mom never remarried after my father and she had some cool boyfriends in and out. But I mean, that besides the point, I've just never seen that what we all deem and look for as normal, the marriages or the relationships, the commitments that last decades and span decades and they're healthy, even though they have their peaks and valleys, they remain true and committed to each other. Like I see them on Instagram, but I'm like, are these actually obtainable? Is monogamy actually normal 
for human beings because it seems to be that they really, 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 really struggle with it. And while I understand everything that's good takes work, I just feel like relationships nowadays take massive, massive work. And again, maybe this is just me projecting from my own experiences in relationships and what I've had to witness growing up. I don't know. It's like... It's like when you're on the internet and you're a level-headed person who understands that you're going to be triggered by other people's beliefs, but you can also understand that it probably stems from a place of being uneducated or having zero experience with it. You just got to let it go and understand. But, and when I say sometimes I question monogamy, I don't mean that, I don't mean the exact opposite, that polyamory should be what we all do. Not at all. I just, maybe I'll write romance novels about this. I just, I really believe that relationships run their course and that when you know it's run its course and whatever the relationship came to you to teach you or give you or show you that the longer you try and hold on to it out of this is societal norms as you stay with the same person even though you lose yourself, you get physically ill from so much mental strife, um, it's kind of creepy, maybe not, but I've heard so many people stuck in relationships are just so confused and fatigued on how to relieve them that they wish their partner would die. <laughs> they wish their partner would just pass away and disappear so they could just, I've heard some people say they wish their partner would cheat on them so that there could be a very solid reason of, okay, we are not in love, so let's end this. Um, big Scorpio moon coming out here. But this is the topics we talk about when Venus goes into the underworld. Normally Venus rules beauty, love, all the money in the world, self-value, all the good things, beautiful things. She rules Libra and Taurus. Ah, beautiful signs. But when she goes in the underworld and dips into the shadows, she's hanging out with Scorpio. She's kicking it with Pluto right? It's like the good girl falling in love with the bad guy. She's forever changed from the experience, right? So when we take our good intentions and we put them in the bad, I don't really like that word in astrology, in the dark world, they're being cleansed. They're being tested. They're being shown like, hey, you're beautiful and you have all the grace, but can you stand up for yourself? Can you leave relationships you know are over? Can you understand perhaps what is ingrained in you that may not make you the best partner or what in you is attracted to people that you deserve more than these amongst many other questions are things that could be floating around our mind during this deep part of venus retrograde now the good news is around august 9th it'll start to feel lighter it should and on August 13th, go ahead and circle that on your calendars, we will have Venus Kazimi, which is a cool word for Venus is conjunct, sitting right on top of the sun. So she's leaving the dark underworld where she is like, whoa, this bad boy stuff is pretty attractive and interesting. <laughs> or the dark side of human psych. This is pretty intriguing. I can't look away. But also, this is scary. I don't like being down here after so long. <laughs> At first, this person was really alluring, but now I see, wait, the mask is ripped off, and this is sad, and this is scary. I want out. I want to go back into the light, into the sun, right? 
It's kind of like when we have a string of sunny days and we're like, oh, can I just have one rainy day where it's cozy and I can enjoy hot tea or coffee and just read a book and it's just chill and mellow. But then if you get too many of those days, you're like, okay, wait, can the sun please come back? Because I'm slowly falling into a depression. That's enough introspection for now. But on August 13th, Venus will have a Kazemi. She will be holding hands with the sun. And if this is not the definition of a rebirth in our finances, in our self-value, in our relationships, I don't know what is. The sun gives life when the life giver of the universe shines its light on Venus. You're having a brand new, it's a light shining on something that perhaps you missed or something you're finally ready to look at and accept and heal and move on from. Perhaps this has nothing to do with relationships for you. Maybe Leo rules your 10th house of career and something happens in a good way where you just have the light turned back on and you know which way to take for your career. You know, a lot of people are also sitting in this energy of Venus retrograde thinking, what's next for my career? Like, I'd like to continuously be moving up and earning more income and more finances, but I'm kind of stuck where I'm at. I feel like maybe I've reached my peak or I don't know which way to pivot to make more money or to grow in my career. And if that is you, just let it ride. Let it sit. Reflect on the past of your career and give yourself a pat on the back for how far you've come. Or take a good look at, okay, where did I where did I take a wrong turn? Because I, I like my career, but I don't think this is what I'm meant to be doing. Reflect, revise, revisit. Now, here is the good part about retrogrades that I want you to remember as you hear me and other astrologers and things you read on the internet talk about retrograde. Oh my gosh, the human game of telephone is so wild how things spread like wildfire. And we can collectively convince each other that something means this emotion based off of pop culture, what is popular in our culture. We have made retrograde seem negative. Oh, Mercury's in retrograde. It's going to be so annoying. I'm going to have a delayed flight. I'm going to get a flat tire. My ex is going to really try and get me back. That's the popularity of the telephone game of our culture, but that's actually not at all what retrogrades mean. Now, my favorite astrologer, one of my favorite astrologers, Colin Vigel, made a video about this, but we have to give props to the astrologer that pointed this out on Instagram. And here it goes, game of telephone. NJ Kaiulani, I hope I pronounced that right, NJ, on Instagram. Check these guys out if you haven't already. But she posted something about the retrograde symbol. And I got to say, I have not come across this knowledge in my astrology studies but I've been studying health and astrology, so maybe it was right around the corner for me, but I found it at the perfect time, and shout out to her for making this post. But think of retrograde, the symbol for it, if you've ever pulled your birth chart, and maybe you have some planets in your natal chart that are retrograde. Friendly reminder, if you do, then during the retrograde of that specific planet, you actually feel great. So for all of my people who were born with Venus in retrograde, during this time, you probably feel amazing. I digress. But the RX symbol for retrograde is also what? Here's your hint. It has to do with medicine. It's the RX symbol on the medicine bottles. Google it. It's amazing. And it also looks like the symbol for Jupiter. 
Okay, now Jupiter represents good luck, abundance, blessings. And so it's been said in history that physicians who remember were also astrologers, it went hand in hand, would write down the RX symbol for Jupiter on medicine bottles to bless their patients with good health. Now, ancient astrologers also understood that retrograde seasons were actually a time of medicine. They looked forward to them. Imagine if we changed our pop culture and how we view retrogrades instead of, oh shit, all the memes about retrogrades coming up, it's going to be so difficult, oh man. Imagine if we reframed that, just as I was saying with death earlier. Why do we look at death as a bad thing? Can it be good? Can we celebrate life? But imagine if we looked at retrogrades as medicine and we got excited about them and we understood that if we weren't thriving in the area of life that it ruled or we were feeling stuck, we should welcome them with open arms. So in the name of Venus retrograde, let's think about the type of medicine for relationships. And this is where it comes in, how some people are saying, this Venus retrograde is amazing. I've been thriving in my relationships or thriving in self-love. And other people are losing love and going through breakups and in pain about perhaps feeling like they'll never find love. Laughter is medicine. Trying new things with your partner is medicine. Talking playing we're not strange we're not really strangers you guys know i love that game playing a board game making a good meal together is medicine going to couples therapy is medicine breaking out of your daily monotonous routine together if you've been together for a long time is really potent medicine but also sometimes medicine doesn't taste so sweet Right, you guys, my 80s, 90s babies, remember the moxicillin antibiotic, the bubblegum pink liquid we used to take? Oh my God. I used to, <laughs> my Taurus rising was really shining when one time I, <laughs> I went into the fridge. Okay, never put Sag and Taurus in a birth chart and the big three, God, universe, whatever. Don't do that because it just inflates the Taurus sensory. I thought that pink moxicillin antibiotic juice medicine bubblegum whatever I thought it tasted so good that I went and drank half the bottle out of the fridge how I figured out well of course I got a Scorpio moon I watched my mom I knew she pushed down and twisted to open the bottle and 30 years later I was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease of leaky gut <laughs> now let's talk about when we get too much medicine or the medicine that tastes bitter and we don't like it and it makes us nauseous and it doesn't make us feel good, but it's protecting us. Breaking up is medicine. Someone mistreating you, abusing you can be alchemized into medicine. Someone leaving you, forcing you to spend time alone can be medicine. You can't see it now, but it can be. So I'll leave you with this, with this Venus retrograde. Maybe you feel like it's amazing for you and you're feeling a rebirth in your relationship. If so, I'm really happy for you. That's amazing. I, I long to 
witness that and see that in long-term relationships. I think it's so beautiful and I always will believe in it. If you're listening to this and you're hanging on by a thread and you feel like you are stuck in a perpetual fog, that's not true. This is not how your story ends. You're holding a four-leaf clover and you don't even know it. It's happening for you, not to you. And if you want to say, fuck off, Steph, for saying that, because I am sad and this sucks, that is okay, too. Because you may not be able to see it, but you are growing through this experience. And happiness, joy, money is all yours for the taking. It's just sometimes we have to go through negativity, through pain, in order to be introduced or reintroduced to our purpose. So during this underworld of Venus retrograde, relax, be more introspective if you have to, reassess, rethink, enjoy the medicine. Laughter for yourself is medicine. Watch funny videos. Trying new things alone is medicine. I am currently playing the self-love addiction of did I say addiction? Addition of we're not really strangers, talking to myself. I love to cook for myself. A good meal alone is medicine. Right? And then you can apply the dark ones too. Breaking up with a piece of yourself you're ready to let go is medicine. If you have been mistreating yourself, having negative self-talk, that can be alchemized and changed into medicine. And maybe you've gotten a little too comfortable being alone. And so you need to do the opposite and force yourself to be social, make plans, or just place yourself out in public. <laughs> Could be medicine. If you guys need help, please do not hesitate to book a birth chart reading with me so we can see exactly what part of your birth chart, what area of life is being highly concentrated in this Venus retrograde energy. That's lightworkers-lounge.com. Use podcast listener discount code gratitude. I'll see you then and I'll see you next episode. Bye.